Okay, today we're going to talk about Tumas Kohanim. Uh, this is actually one of the most relevant issues that a Kohen has to face on a daily basis. The Shilas come up pretty frequently. So we'll try to address a few of the more common Shilas um, that Kohanim have to face. The mocker for the Issa Tumas Kohanim is a posuk in Parshas Emor. The Torah says, Vayom Hashem el Moshe, a coin is prohibited from becoming tame to a nefesh. That's what the Pesach seems to be saying. Becoming tame to a nefesh. A coin, of course, is not muzer on Tumas Nevela or Tumas Sheretz. You know, like if there's a dead dog or something, the coin doesn't have to run. He can touch the dog too. He becomes tame as a certain tumor, but he's not muzer in that tumor. The only tumor that the coin is muza, not to become tummy to, is a tumah, is tumas nefesh, tumah of a mace. What does that mean? So the Gemara does explain, there are exceptions to this rule. Mace mitzvah is an exception. Of course, the coin can become tummy to the mace mitzvah and Zion Krovim, the seven relatives that the coin will have to be misabel for. He's allowed, maybe mitzvah, maybe it's a rishus, he's allowed to become tummy to a, to a parent, a father, mother, brother, sister, son, daughter, and wife. It's allowed to become Tomei. But besides these exceptions, the coin is not allowed to become Tomei to a dead person, to a nefesh. What tumas are we talking about? So there are three basic tumas. First is Maga. Maga means touching the dead body. And then there's Masa. That means carrying the dead body, even if you're not touching it. And thirdly, there's Ohel, Tumas Ohel. There are two types of Tumas Ohel. First is Mahil Alameis. That means that the Kohen, the person, is on top of the mace, so the mace is on top of a person. That's one type of Ohel. And then there's what's called Ohel Hamshocha, drawing the Tumah Bederach Ohel, meaning sharing the same roof, being in the same room as the mace. The mace is in one room, and the coin's in the same room, so the roof draws the Tumah from the mace. There's an Ohel. It's Mamshich, the Tumah, from the mace to the Kohen. That's also a type of Tumah. And the coin is muzar on all, on all of these tumas. For Mesa Yisrael, the coin is not allowed to do maga, masa, or, or ohel. There's a famous question in the poskim whether this principle of Tumas Kohen and this Isra of Tumas Kohen applies to Mesa Akam. That's really the, the first famous shaila about Tumas Kohen. Does it apply to Mesa Akam, to non Jewish corpses? So it's a little bit choluk. In terms of maga and masa, most poskim assume that it does apply to Meisei Akum. Meisei Akum on Metame, the Metame b'maga v'masa, but the coin is Muzar on the Magen Masa of Meisei Akum. But in terms of Tumas Ohel, what's the din? Are Meisei Akum Metame b'ohel at all? So that's a Machlokas Tanoim. Rav Shimon and the Rabbonin, Machlokas Tanoim, whether only Meisei Yisrael or Metame b'ohel, Odom Kiyomus b'ohel, do we say atem kruim adam ve'ein akum kruim adam? For this halacha, we're called adam. Doesn't mean that non-Jews are not people. It means that, that uh, Yisrael has a special status, the status of, of adam. So maybe Tumaso only, only applies to Yisrael, not to akum. That's the shayla. Machlokas tanoim. Machlokas rishonim had a paskin, and machlokas mechaber amo la halacha had a paskin. This is a this is a mechaber in Shulchan Aruch here. Then hilchas avelus. Simon Shin Ayin Basiv Base. The Machaber says, Kivri of the Kalchovim, Nochon Lizar Akoim Ilele Chalayim. Quoting from Tosfus and Bav Metzia. 
says the Rambam, quoting from the Rambam. It's interesting. It's, it's one of those cases where the Mechaber seems to paskin like the Balitosfis, like the Ashkenazim, and the Rambam paskins like the Rambam. But says the Rambam, so the, the Mechaber paskins that that the coin is Muzaf in Meisayakam, Tumasakam Ba'ohel. And the Ramah says, Me'ikar Adin, you can go Lakula, but even the Ramah is Machmir. At some point out, the Mechaber also says, Nochon Lizar. He doesn't really say that that uh, it's Osir, he says it's Nochon. But the way some of the poskim explain, it seems like the Mechaber is saying more than the Ramah. If the, if the Ramah, uh, that, that's, that's how many poskim say that. The Mechaber, he quotes Tosfis. I mean, question is whether the parentheses really came from the Mechaber or not. But some Achronim want to say that the Mechaber Amar, the Machlogas Me'ikar Adin, whether Meisiyakam Amatami Ba'ohel or not, but the Ramah is Machmer anyway. So at first glance, it would seem as though there's no room for Kula for the coin, since even the Ramah, it's not just the Sephardim, but even the Ramah is Machmer, so presumably Konim should have to assume that Meisiyakam Amatami Ba'ohel, not just B'magav Amasa, so they wouldn't be able to even be in the room with the guy, not, not just... Uh, not just that they wouldn't be able to touch the mace akam, but they wouldn't even be able to be in the same room. There would be an olam shocha between them and the mace. And that would be a problem. That's what it would seem from the Rambo. But the Dogel Mervav on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, this is quoted in the Piskei Tshuva, I have if you have the Mar Makomos, this is in Piskei Tshuva in source number six. The Dogel Mervava says that maybe there's room to be mekel based on a rivet. Maybe there's a sveksveikel lahokel based on a rivet. What rivet? The rivet in Hilchas Naziris. We know that a Nazir is also enjoined from becoming Tomei to Tumas Meis. says, the Machog is the Rambam and the rivet. What's the din in the following case? Let's say the Kohen is Poresh Menatuma. He's not touching the Meis. It's not what we would call Tuma Bechiburin. If it's Tuma Bechiburin, he's still touching the Meis, so then he's allowed to put his other hand on a different Meis. There's, there's no Nafgemina. Because he's actually mechuber to the davar tummy, so clearly he's not mosif any tuma. There's no there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to put his hand on the on the other mace. But let's say he's porish minatuma. Is he allowed to to become tummy to another? Is he allowed like to go into an air to touch another mace that day, or is he not allowed to? So that's a machogas the Rambam and the Ravid. The Rambam says that as long as he's parish Manatuma, then he's not allowed to be chosevenitma, so to speak. He's not allowed to touch the mace, to touch this mace or another mace. Right? He walked out of the old and he comes into the old. He, he was touching, he was doing maga, and then he, and he, then he does maga again. Right? So he's really talking about a nazir. The, the Ram is talking about a nazir. So he says, once the nazir is parish Manatuma, then he's not allowed to touch the mace again. Right? Nitma lamais pamim harbe avabishuchai of malkas, hakalachas vachas, la shamayim, em bezdim malkanoso. It's also, but there's no there's no chiv chiv malchus. If he's nitma lemeis pam harbe, but says the Rambam, what does that mean? By medvam amurim b'shenitma upirish v'chosav enoga. If pirish and he's chosav enoga, right? So then, so then he's um, so then if they master him for each time and he's chosav enoga, then he will get a malchus. Says the Rambam. If he's chosav enoga, he was pirish and he's chosav enoga. Says the Ravid no. Tuma v'tuma afilu pirish v'chaz v'nagapata. Says the Ravid that even if he's pirish, right? Tuma v'tuma, there's no malchus for the nazi. Why? 
Because he's not Mosef to Maltomoso. He's not going to be Masha his Tara. He's not delaying his Tara. He has to do the Hazav of Shlishu Shvi. He has to do the Hazav of the Paraduma. It's still the first day. He's Tomei, a Tuma of the first day. He hasn't done the Hazav yet. So he's not Mosef to Maltomoso, says the Rivet. The Ramam holds that doesn't matter. We'll have to explain the Ravid. We'll have, we'll have to explain the Ramam. Why the Ravid says once you're Pirish, there is a problem. But the Ravid says that, what's the problem? You're not most of Tumal Tumasa, so what is the problem? Even though he's Pirish from Atuma, he, he was touching the dead body, now he, he no longer touching that. He touches again, so what, says the Ravid. He's not most of Tumal Tumasa because it's still the first day. He's not adding to his Tumma, so then there shouldn't be any problem. Adds the Ravid, have an assumed status of Tmei Meis, ve'odein alem chiyiv Tumah. There's no chiyiv Tumah for the Kaanim. Ve'hamachayiv osam zot derived all of lahavi raya. If you want to be machayiv Kaanim for being mitame to a Meis, you have to bring the proof that uh, that he is a Kohen, first of all, and that uh, and that there's a problem over here. Because the Ravid says, really, Kaanim b'zmanazeh is like a case where pirish menatuma, and it's just tum, it's tumah v'tumah. Because we assume that Kohanim are always Tumah. Kohanim have, have a status of Tumah, Bismanazah. So Kohanim, Bismanazah, Tumah, Meh, so you never Moses Tumah, Tumah. So, so Zokter Ravid, there's no Chiyah for Tumah. There's no Chiyah for the Kohanim to be with Tumah. So says the Dog of Mervava, even though the Ram uh, argues with the Ravid, the Ram says as long as you're Pirish Tumah, there is a problem of being Chosav and Itmah. The Ram passes like that by a Nazir. And who are the Nami that should apply to a Kohen? Because the, the rules of Kohanim and the rules of, of Nazirim are the same. But Zakta Dagamer Vava, we do have a Shita that may say, Akama, not Matame Ba'oel. So you can put it, the Tziruf together. Me'ikar Adin, the Ramah says that may say, Akama, not Matame Ba'oel. And even though the Ramah himself is Machmer, but you have the Ravid who claims that Kohanim is Manazer are. Tmei Mei, so there's no problem of being Mosa Tumal Tumasam. So either way, either may say Akama not Matayim Ba'ol, even if they are Matayim Ba'ol, according to the Ravid, there's no, there's no problem. So therefore, may say Akum, well, Kohenim are not going to be Muzer on Tumas Ol, of may say Akum is Manaseh based on the Tzirif of his Vex favor. That's what the Dogamirva wanted to suggest. But then he starts to back out. Then he, then he says, maybe it's not true. Maybe the Ravid only said his Yisod about Chiv Malkus. Potter from Malchus, but maybe he would hold that there is an Issa Daraisa. If Pirish Menatoma, then there would be an Issa Daraisa to Bichoza Vinogaya. That's one point. And then the, the Pischei Tshuva also quotes another point of the Chasam Sofer. Chasam Sofer says that, um, that the Ravid in Tmim Deim was Chosebo Lagamri. He passed like the, like the Rambam. He's Chosebo from what he said in the Hasogas. So it's not so clear if the Tzimtem came before the Hasagos or not. I was once giving the Shir and someone came to me afterwards and he said uh, the Tzimtem actually came before. So you can't say it was Chozebo and the Tzimtem. Okay, but the Chasim Sofer assumed, not like that, he assumed that the Tzimtem came after. I'm not exactly sure. Chasim Sofer said, you see, you see from the Tzimtem that the rival was Chozebo Lagamri. So the, the Dagom Eva was not so convinced that this, uh, this Kula was such a, such a good Kula, but he does, he does mention it. He mentions this Svek Sveka. Mentions this Svexveka. Why is this Svexveka relevant? So the first Shaila that uh, often is discussed is whether Kohanim can attend medical school. Because we know that one of the courses that the, that the medical students have to take is a course in human dissection. They, they take an anatomy 
course, where they have to dissect cadavers to learn about the body. The problem is that uh, if the coin is going to engage in the dissection, so he's going to be doing maga, maga with a mace. Right? Even if he's not going to do maga, he'll be, in, he'll be in an oil with the mace. He'll be in the same place. He has to take anatomy. He has to take the, the lab. So he'll be in the same oil. So is that permissible? So some wanted to suggest, based on the Dogomer Vava, maybe there's a heter for Kohanim. As long as they don't engage in the dissection itself, they're not doing maga. As long as they're only in the ohel with the mace, and someone else does the dissection for them, and they're watching, so then according to this Fex Feka, there's room to be meiko. Because first of all, me'ikir adin, there are more holds that uh, we passed in the Kula that may say, not metame ba'ohel. Again, this kula would only apply to Ashkenazim, right? Because they're relying on the Ramah. The Ramah says, we pass on the kula, and even if you'll be machmir, even the Ramah says that you should be machmir, but you have the Ravid too. That the Ravid says that, uh, and therefore, as long as they're not most of Tamal Tamasam, they're never most of Tamal Tamasam because they're always Tamay Mase. So therefore, there's no, there's no Isra of Tamas Akam Bismanazem. That's what some want to, want to suggest. Rav Moshe was very much against it. Rav Moshe writes in a tshuva in Yeridein, Chelegimel, Simen Kufnen, Hey, that he thinks that the Kohanim are not allowed to attend medical school. He says the Ravid is a Das Yochid, and maybe even the Ravid uh, never said it. Maybe he only meant regarding Malchus and not regarding the Isser. Maybe the Ravid was Chosebo, like the Chasam Sofer says. So Rav Moshe writes that it's a, it's a very Shvera Kula to rely on the Svek Svek of the Raven. And he says, and, and don't tell me that uh, learning medicine is pikoch nefesh. We don't look at it as pikoch nefesh if the person doesn't know how to save the nefesh. To, to become a doctor, to be able to save someone's life is not called pikoch nefesh, he says. So he, he thinks it's, a, it's, not such a, it's not such a good kul. There are poskim that are more mekel. Uh, I've heard of some poskim who are more mekel, depending on the situation. Um, if a person really feels this is his calling and he feels like he can't serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly, he's not going to feel fulfilled in life unless he's able to become a doctor. Some poskim that are, that are willing perhaps to be mako based on, based on the Svek Sveka. But it's a, it's a difficult kula. Difficult kula. It's the kind of shaila that's very individual that people have to ask their posik. Uh, you know, obviously a person shouldn't go fishing around to find out who's the mako and then they'll ask that person and the person will give, will give them a lenient psak. It's important as a rav, as a mechanech, to know that it's a serious shayla, and if someone comes to you, so they really, they have to, they have to take the shayla seriously. If there are other options that the coin can pursue, then it's really appropriate to try another, another line of work, um, because it's really highly questionable for a coin to go to medical school. And dental school also could be a problem. They also have to, have to take anatomy, very often with the medical students, the same course. Um, so it presents a problem. Both medicine and dentistry present a problem. There are some medical schools, I've been told, who now have virtual anatomy. They have like a computer computer dissection. You know, they show you the parts of the body um, because there's a shortage of cadavers. Not everyone wants to donate their, uh, their body to science. Um, so that obviously would solve the problem. Right, at least this problem, that would be a big solution to the problem. If you find a medical school that has, that has a virtual anatomy course as opposed to regular anatomy, so perhaps there'd be more room for cooler for the, for the client. Yes? Would there be any concern of like, that that person is now going to be in a position where they'll be a doctor and be exposed to their bodies later on, and 
So that's less of a concern. If the doctor, if he's already a doctor, so then maybe that would be called pikuach nefesh. Now, obviously, in that circumstance, if a, if, a, if a doctor's patient passes away, then he really should not be staying in the room any longer than he, than he has to. That presents its own problems. You know, the doctor really should leave immediately and, and send the team in to take care of the, take care of the patient, which is not, not always so simple. So maybe a doctor who's a Kohen should try to find, if he, if he gets a cooler to attend medical school to begin with, then he should find a line of work, a, a, you know, a specialty, but he's not going to necessarily be exposed to too many dead people on a, on a regular basis. So he'll try to avoid that shiloh to begin with. Another shiloh that comes up is whether it's permissible for a... Co- I'm sorry, yes. What's the why stance on I'm sorry? What's the why stance on There's no such thing as a stance. There, this is a shiloh that's very individual. And a person has to ask their particular posik, their, their particular... Uh, you know, moraderich. I, I, I don't. I, I don't believe in saying. You know, th- this is this is what so and so says. So what that so and so says. You you never asked him. He only said it to the coin that asked him the shaila. He's not paskining. You know, for anyone. I think it's important to realize that piske alocha are really said to individuals, and the posek has to take into account your personal situation in order to decide the, the shaila. Another question that comes up is whether kohenim are allowed to visit sick sick people in the hospital. Now, this breaks down into two parts. There are some sick people who are called gosesim. What's a gosis? So, we generally assume a gosis is someone that the doctors think will not live more than three days. Doctors never know the real truth. Right? They never know. Akadosh Baruch is the only one who knows. But the doctors estimate. We go, we go based on the doctor's estimation sometimes. So the doctors estimate that this individual probably is not going to leave more, live more than three days, so then he's called a gosis. As to whether a coin is allowed to come into an ohel with a gosis. The gosis is living, but is he allowed to come into an ohel with a gosis? The Ramah is machmer. Machaber is mekel, the Ramah is machmer. What's that chumr based on? It's not that the gosis is dead, he's alive. The chumr lechor is based on the fact that we're afraid that the gosis could die at any moment. If he dies at any moment, then the coin is going to be in trouble, right? He'll be in an oil with the mace. We're talking about a mace Yisrael, right? So to be in an oil with a mace Yisrael is a serious problem. So we don't want the coin to be in that situation. So the Ramah is machmer. The Machaber follows the, the Iker Adin, that right now the Kosis is alive. We hope he'll continue to live. So the coin is allowed to come into the oil with the ghost. And the Ramah is machmer because we're afraid that the coin might pass away. Okay, that's one child. So the coin, if the... The person that the coin is visiting is a gosais. So if he's an Ashkenazi, he should be machmer for the Ramah. He shouldn't, he shouldn't visit the patient if he's, if he's close to Misa. If, of course, it's a close relative, a parent, right? So he's allowed to become tummy to the parent, so then he's allowed to visit the parent too. But if it's someone else, then he shouldn't visit him. He shouldn't visit him possibly he's a gosais. If he's a Rav, a Rav of a community, uh, a Rav of a community is a coin probably should not do visiting in the hospital. He probably should get someone else to visit in the hospital. That's a serious shine. But uh, someone, someone who's visiting, so he should try to stay away from visiting a gosis. How about if the chol is not a gosis? So there the concern is not so much visiting the gosis himself, but exposing oneself to tumah in the hospital. That maybe there'll be other cholim in the, in the hospital, um, and those cholim might, might die. Right? Those cholim might die, and then he'll be in an ohel, right? He'll be in an ohel with the... Uh, 
with those cholim that, that have died. In fact, for the same reason, not only should we discuss whether it's, it's mutter for a to visit to visit the sick in the hospital, it's mutter for a to work in a hospital. It depends where he's working. You know, to, to work in the, in the accounting department. Well, it depends where the accounting department is located. But that's the shaila. If you have a department that's located, you know, close to where the action is, where there could be mesim, so maybe this shaila exists for such an individual too. Something to consider. So this shaila really is based on two different chashashas. One chashash is maybe there'll be a chola who will die on the same floor as, um, as the chola that the coin is visiting. And the coin now will be in the same ohel as the mace. Why? Because if you have, if there are different rooms on the floor and the door is open from the room of the mace to the room of the coin, so we assume that the, the ceilings of the floor are maybe a satumah. Right? Even though there's like a lintel between the door, right? The lintel from the ceiling to the door doesn't matter. It goes goes across the ceiling. It's not uh, right. It goes across the ceiling down down the lintel across the lintel. That's all. That's all an oval. There's an oval of the ceiling, an oval of the lintel, an oval. If it's posert, if it's a tefach, there's an oval of the of the mashkov too, and then and then the next oval. The ceilings connect to each other. So the tuma would be drawn. The oval amshacha would draw the tuma from the cheder of the mace to the room that the that the coin is in. So if someone were to pass away, then they'd have to close the door. Have to close the door to the room of the of the mace. Or close the door to the room where the coin is to ensure that if anyone were to pass away and the door is open that there wouldn't be a problem. Once you close the door, then it's not maybe a satuma because we assume <coughs> that um, since it's a building everything's Mukhubalakarka, so it doesn't matter what the building is made out of, it can even be made out of metal. Metal is, is not chotzis b'fein atuma because it's makabal tuma itself. Even if the building is made out of metal, it doesn't matter. It's chotzis b'fein atuma because it's mechubal akarka. Rav Shechter has an interesting shita about, uh, about doors that, e- that even if it's not poseach tefach because the door is omedli posach, we don't treat that like a hefsik. Most poskim, I think, are, are, are makel for that. They don't assume like that. It's based on a tosus in Baba Basra. But uh, I think a lot of poskim are mekel. We assume as long as the door is closed, everything is mechubal and you don't have a poseach tefach. You don't have a tefach opening. Uh, the door doesn't, it's not that tall. There's a little bit of an opening, but not, not a tefach. So then we don't assume that it's maybe a satuma as long as the door is closed. So that's one issue, that if the doors are open, then you'll be in the same oil as the mace itself. But there's actually a much more significant problem. And that is, even if you keep the door closed... I mean, if you keep the door closed, you're fine. The problem is that if you open the door, even if the door to the room where the mace is located is closed, there might be a problem for you. Why? But what could be the issue? There's no oil between me and the mace. The answer is that how are they going to take the mace out of the room? They have to bring him into the hallway. They have to take him in in an elevator downstairs to the morgue. So the hallway has a ceiling. And your room, the room of the Kohen is in the same oil as the hallway. So even though the mace is not in the hallway right now, we say sof tumalotzes, that the tum is going to emerge from the room and it's going to be in the hallway. And sof tumalotzes is a principle that even if the tum is not there now, if it's inside a structure, if the mace is outside the building and they're going to bring the mace into the building, we don't say sof tumalotzes, the tum is going to come. No, it's that if it's inside a structure, it's going to leave the structure, so then we say sof tumalotzes, means that we treat it as if the mace is there right now. This is a Ramah in Shulchan Aruch.
Let's say you have overhangs on the side of a building. Right? You have a building with an overhang on the side of the building. You know, and the mace is going to exit the building. Right? Let's say you have a funeral home and there's an overhang on the side of the funeral home. And the condom is standing outside at the Leviah and someone's getting too close to the building. There's an overhang over the doorway and then over where the condom is standing. Right? Even if the door to the funeral home is closed, or even if the makom where the mace is actually inside the funeral home is closed, then the fact that the mace is going to exit the funeral home from that door, if there is an overhang, so we would say that it's sof to malotzes, to that area, and the coin is not allowed to be under that overhang, even now, even though the, the, the tomb is not there, because we assume that sof to malotzes. The, the, the language of the Ramah there is, the whole of the sof to malotzes, the rule of sof to malotzes is that if the tum is going to exit through that ohel, then we treat it as if the tum is there right now. So the tum is there right now, then the coin can't even be there before the mace comes. So plugging that into the hospital, Shaila, even if the door to the room where the mace is located is closed, the coin would not be able to open the door to his room because then he'll be in the same ohel as the, as the ceiling of the hallway. Right? Because the hallway is soft to Malotzeis, so we treat it as though the mace is there right now. If they were to take the mace out through a public elevator, the coin couldn't take the public elevator on the ground floor to the third floor, even if the mace is on the sixth floor. Because soft to Malotzeis to the, to the elevator, so it's as if the mace is there right now. That's a much more chamers shayla. Right? That throws a monkey wrench into the whole and makes it much more stringent. Because then any place where the mace is going to be taken, any hallway, any elevator, any location that the mace is going to go to, if that's in connection with where the coin is, then we say sof to malotis. That would be a serious issue. Wow. Wow. So, is there room for kula? Is there any situation that we can be made of? So, obviously, the, 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 first, the first line of defense that we would like to suggest is, well, maybe mace akam is different. Mace akam is always the first thing that we talk about. Why should Mesei Akum be different over here? So it could be that Sof to doesn't apply to Mesei Akum at all. There are some Achronim that want to say this. The Gesher Achaim has this, the Stechemet. A whole group of Achronim want to say, maybe Sof to doesn't apply to Mesei Akum. Why not? So there are two reasons given. Some say, maybe the whole idea of Sof to is based on the fact that we expect the Mace to leave the building because it's a Chiv of Kfur. If it's a Mace Yisrael, then you have to bury. There's a mitzvah daraisa to bury Yikikavah Tikperenu Bayomahu. You're supposed to bury the Mace. So because we expect the Mace to leave the building for the Kvura, so Softamalatzes. But if it's a Mace Akum, there's no Chiyav Kvura in the Mace Akum, so who knows? Maybe the Mace Akum will stay there. There's no need to take the Mace out, so maybe the whole idea of Softamalatzes doesn't apply to Mace Akum at all. That's what the Mishkan is, that, that's what the Yeshua is Yaakov. They want to say based on the Yeshua is Yaakov. Yeshua Yaakov says that, the, that since there's no chi of kvura, the din of sof doesn't apply. Rabbi Shechter had a different svar. Rabbi Shechter has a whole piece in, in the Sefer Be'ikfi Atzon in Simen Lamed Hay about Tumas Kohanim. He said this shtikl Torah in first hall, in the first hall based Madrash, when the cat's kola was originally ded- dedicated, Rav Shechter, there were a whole, bunch, a whole group of people who said Divrei Torah. Rav Shechter got up at the end, he said a uh, Massive shtikl Torah, lots of chidushim, blew the oil away. And then he later wrote it up. He wrote it up, the shtikl Torah, it appears in a Sefer Be'ikveyat song. 
We talked about Tumas Kohanim. So one, in one os there, this is toward the end, in Simen Lamed Hey Os Tes, Rav Shafter wants to say, maybe the reason why Softa Malatzis doesn't apply to Goyim is because Softa Malatzis is only a Chumr Ba'alma. That's a question. Right? Rashi in Mesech de Beitza on Daf Yud says that Softa Malatzis is only Midrabanan. But if you look at the Hagos, Rav Betzal Ranchberg, so he points out that it's not so clear. There are other sources that hold that, uh, that it might be more than a Dirabonan. So if it's only a Dirabonan, then it's a Chumrah. Meaning, Chazal Machmir on the coin, not even to come into an Ohel or into a situation where there's Sof to because they're afraid he might come into the Ohel itself. But the whole thing is only a Chumrah to begin with. That's only a Chumrah. Nochon Lahachmir says the Ramah. You're not mechuyev to put a chumra al gabi chumra. Right? That's why soft malotzes will not apply to gaim. I think Rav Shechter paskins this way that soft malotzes doesn't apply to gaim. Oh, so now we have room for kula. That as long as you're in chutz laaretz, and we can assume that rov meisim agayim. If rov meisim agayim, and the truth is you don't even know that there are meisim akum right now, so maybe then you'll be able to go into the hospital. You'll be able to go into the hospital because. If it's only if it's only a sof to problem, and may say you don't even know if there's a mace, and and may say akum, the principle of sof to might not even apply to may say akum. So the whole the real concern is sof to malotzes. We're not so afraid that you'll be on the same floor with your door open with the akum who's already passed away. When you come to visit the person, you'll you'll exit the elevator, go to the room, and close the door. So we're talking about a split second, right? That when you come into the room, when you leave the room, a door shouldn't be open to another room where there's a mace. So that's not such a, that's not such a serious chashash. So if it's only a soft malatzes problem, and, and we can assume that rov mesim are going to be goyim, so maybe there's a room to be mekel that soft malatzes doesn't apply to goyim, and, and one would be able to visit the, the sick in the hospital. The problem, the problem is that many hospitals are made in such a way that there's a big atrium at the entrance of the hospital that leads to all the floors of the hospital. I think the Milstein Pavilion of Columbia has a big atrium at the entrance. And literally, it goes to each one of the floors and the door opens, right? You can see the, the door to the floor on each of the floors of the hospital. It used to be they left the doors open. I, I'm not sure what the minig is now. They leave the doors closed, they keep the doors open. But if the doors were to be open, right? If the doors are open on all the floors in the hospital, there are some floors where people unfortunately do pass away every day, almost every day. So it could be that just entering into the building is not a problem of Sotomalatzis. You might actually be ba'ohel with the mace. There could be a chashash that you'll be ba'ohel with the mace mamish if the door to the ward is open. It's a long hallway with many different rooms, if anyone passes away on that floor, then you'll be ba'ol mamish with the mace. That's much more stringent. It's not just sof tamalotzes. So what is one to do? Can you visit, the coin visit someone in the hospital? Can you not visit? What should the, what should it then be? Rav Moshe has a truth about this as well. This is in Yeridei Chelek Be'ez Simen Kuf Samavav. He wants to say that, of course, L'Chadchil, a coin should try to avoid being in a hospital. But if there'll be a Tsar Godo that, uh, that the Chola will experience if someone doesn't uh, visit them, or Mishum Shalom Mishpacha, let's say Mishum Shalom Mishpacha, let's say the Kohen's father-in-law, who's in Yisrael, is ill and he's in the hospital, so Mishum Shalom Mishpacha, the Kohen's father-in-law is not going to understand if his son-in-law is a Kohen, he's not going to visit him, let's say. 
So maybe, maybe Misham Shalom Mishpacha, Rav Moshe is willing to be Mekel that, he's, that, he should, uh, that he can visit. Of course, he should close the door, you know, make, try to minimize as much as possible. It does depend, you know, what word you're talking about. You know, it depends on how, you know, what kind of a prevalence it is that uh, someone might pass away on that floor. But Be'ikaron, Rav Moshe is willing to be Mekel Misham Shalom Mishpacha. You know, a common situation is, let's say a Kohen is married and his wife, uh, his wife gives birth. So can he visit the wife in the hospital? Obviously, he can go with his wife to give birth. She's going to be a cholash yeshbo sakonas, and she needs him for moral support. So then, it's pikoch nefesh, then, then he's allowed to go. But after she, had the ch- after she has the child, so, so now they don't let you stay in the hospital too long anyway. But, uh, you know, can you visit her? Can you visit her? Can you come to help her out? Maybe, maybe he should bring someone else to help her out. So I, I think the oilam is mekam. We assume that, you, that he's allowed to go to visit, uh, to visit his wife in the hospital. Obviously, he should stay on that floor. You know, hopefully on that floor, you know, everyone, um, there won't be any, any mason on that floor. He should try to, try to stay on that floor and not, uh, and not go to any other floor. Obviously, it depends the nature of the entrance to the hospital, as we described. So it, it's, there are complications. Every circumstance, you know, has to be taken independently. And a person should ask a shayla if he feels there's a shayla. But in, in general... You know, Kohanim do visit their wives after they've given birth. I've heard of stories where a Kohen, a Kohen was Taka Machmer. His wife understood. I mean, you know, this, this is halacha. So he was there for the birth, but, uh, but he sent a relative of the, wife, uh, of the wife. You know, the wife came from a family of Yisraelim. So her brother came to pick her up. Her father picked her up, whatever. You know, some, someone else picked her up in the hospital. And he, he was right outside. The Kohen was right outside when the... You know, once they took them out and took them out on the wheelchair, so then he helped them into the car, and you know everything was fine. But he didn't actually go into the hospital. So you know, every person, every person has different comfort levels. There is is some kind of a makom to be makel, but one should understand that it's not so simple. So if it's not absolutely necessary, it's probably better for the coin to avoid, so that he, he can avoid a potential shaila. Yes. Yeah, two questions. Um, one would, would a coin, if I said not God, have a situation. Would Cohen like consider going to urgent care over an ER if like he breaks his leg or something, or, or would you say like you got to go to the hospital for yourself, go to the hospital for yourself? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it depends how connected the ER is to the hospital. <coughs> Every hospital is different. You know, if the ER really is a separate a separate unit, and very often they keep the doors closed. You know, you have to put an ID up to some up to some uh, detector, you know, to open the doors. So if if the doors are closed, <coughs> there's less of a problem. The ER is normally on the ground floor. The people do pass away in the ER. It's true, but it's you know it doesn't happen every day. You can see what's going on in the ER. Um, so. Again, there are some situations where a person has to go to an ER, the urgent care center is not going to be able to help him. And sometimes the urgent care center will send them to the, to the emergency room. And sometimes the care in the emergency room will be better than the, than the urgent care. Sometimes yes and sometimes no. You should speak to the doctors and find out. I'm sorry? It always has to be some kind of a cheshman. But then again, if you live in an area, so try to look into the hospital and figure out, you know, what's the nature... What's the nature of the emergency room? What's the nature of the metzias? I mean, normally the simple solution to most, most shyless is to figure out what the metzias is. Rabbi Willig often says, so, you know, what's the case? What's the scenario? 
you know, we can talk in, in general about halacha and try to think theoretically what the psak would be, but sometimes you don't even have to go there. Figure out the metzias and based on the metzias, so then, so then the answer is obvious. Sometimes it's not so obvious. So, so then we can judge, we can judge based on the metzias, we'll try to put together the chashashos and figure out, you know, what the, what the best uh, plan of action is. Another popular shy yes. For the Leviathan, a lot of them happen for the Gdoli Shell, they happen in Eretz Shell, when Leviathan is outside, and they bring the mace Mamish outside. Is there any worry there that Korm and Mishra attend? If they attend, they should just be Zahir where they're standing, they shouldn't be treated. Stand more than Dalit Amas away from the mace, there's no problem at all. They should go, they should go to Leviathan, just like everyone else. Korm, go to Leviathan. Go to Leviathan. They just have to stand outside. Now they. Now the funeral homes are very sensitive to this. They have a special mokom for Khanim. Sometimes there's a, you know, it's heated. It's a special room, a special building, or whatever. They can they can pipe it. It used to be they had to pipe it in, pipe in, pipe in the the, the spade them on a on a loudspeaker. Now they have a video. You can see everything. You can uh, so yeah, Khanim should participate as much as they possibly can, just like anyone else. But do it do it in a way that's uh, that's permissible. Yes. <coughs> But ultimately, they're gonna they're gonna take him out, even if they cremate him chas v'shalom. But they'll take the afer out. So we have, we have to talk about cre- cremated remains. Even if even if afer as him is not metame, but it's still a mace. It could still be a problem. <clears throat> so ultimately, they're going to take something out. That's the assumption that the Yeshua Siakov has. Yes? So just, I was going to piggyback and understand. The Sofetimus last is that we're concerned, any space where we know that a body's going to be, we have the coin of the coin of what is it? If the, if the coin, let's say the mace is going to be taken out through a certain hallway. So even if the mace is not there right now, the coin can't be in the hallway right now. Because we look at it as though the mace is there right now. But wouldn't that impact the coin's ability to enter any space as well? Yeah, yes, of course. Person, yes. You have to get through that place. Right. Right, but the question is, do you have to be concerned that right now there's a mace in the hospital? If you know there's a mace in the hospital, fine, but you have to be concerned right now for the, for the 10, 15 seconds it takes you to go in, you know, from, from the elevator to the room of the patient that you're visiting. I mean, how long does that take? So Normally, it doesn't take too long. I'm sorry, half a minute, a minute, whatever it is. So that would be a, that would be a scenario where you want to go visit the person and you don't know for sure if there's a dead body there on the floor. So, so you give a chashash that maybe there's a dead body. It's a floor that has a lot of people who are having nifta a lot. Right, right. So, so there's more of a chashash that he might be nifta while you're there. If you spend an hour there, you spend two hours there. There's more of a chashash he might be nifta. But for the for the minute that it takes to walk from from the elevator to the room, you know, you might think that. Maybe there's no chashash, right? So, as long as you close the door, as long as you close the door to your room, you can visit with the person for an hour, and then again, from for the 15 seconds it takes you to leave the room, you can open the door for the 15 seconds it takes you to leave the room. You don't have to be concerned. There's a maze there unless you hear you hear something. But the problem is, if there is a maze there, right? If there's some kind of a maze that died, let's say an hour ago, you've been there for the hour. They closed his room, right? but he's going to exit the hallway, so sof to So I wouldn't even be able to exit the room where I'm visiting the chola, despite the fact that right now, there's no oil between me and the mace. Okay. Another common shadow that comes up is, let's say, 
let's say a Kohen is married and his wife is pregnant. So we don't know if she's going to give birth to a Zohar or an Akeva. If, it, if the child is going to be a Zohar, so we know the Pasuk says, Emer Lakon B'nei Aaron, the Gemara says, Emer V'amarta L'Hazah G'dolam Alaktanim. That there's an idea that the Gedolim, uh, the, the Gedolim should try to prevent the Ketanim from becoming Tommy. And maybe this even applies to an Uber. Strange idea, right? He's not even a Katan yet, but, but he's going to be a Katan. So maybe Taka should apply to an Uber. That we have to ensure that anyone who's going to be a Kohen <coughs> should not uh, be exposed to Tuma. So this is a Shiloh that's mentioned in the Shach in Yeridei. The Shach in Simen Shinai and Aleph in Sifkot and Aleph quotes from the Sefer Rokeach. The Rokeach says that it's mutter for an Ashes Kohen that's Muberes, that's pregnant, to come into an oil with a mace. It's mutter. Why? Zokta Rokeach, it's a Sfex Feka. Sofek Shema Nefelhu, maybe he's not going to live. Maybe he'll die in childbirth. <clears throat> or maybe he won't make it to, to, to be delivered at all. Shema Nefelhu. Oh, Shema Nekeva. Right? Even, even if he'll be, he'll be a Barkayama, but maybe he's not a Zohar anyway. And the Kevos are not. Are not Muzharos in Tumas Kohenim. It's only male Kohenim that are that are Mitzuvah. So Zokter Okeach and Eishes Kohen Muberes is not Muzar from coming into the Olamais because there's no concern for the Uber. It's not Svexveka anyway. This is very common. You know, let's say uh, let's say Eishes Kohen is pregnant and she's only in you know her third month. She's not showing, and then unfortunately someone in the family passes away. The question is, can she go to the Levi or not? They're expecting her to go to the Levi. If she doesn't go, so she doesn't have to explain why she didn't go, but she doesn't want to explain why she didn't go because she doesn't want anyone to know that she's pregnant. That's where this Shaila very, very commonly comes up. What does she do? So it would seem from the Rokeach that she's allowed to go to the Levi because it's a Svexveka anyway. So comes the Pisre Tshuva there in Sekot Nalef. He quotes from the Mogan Avram. I don't understand why the Rokeach needed a Svexveka. Dalme hochi the Svexveka. Forget the Svexveka. She should be allowed to come into the Olamais anyway. Because there's a principle that Tara Belua lo mitama. This is in source 11 in the handout. Tara Belua eno mitame. That if you have something that's swallowed up in another body, it's not mitame. Right, let's, say, let's say a person swallows a, a metal ring. It's inside his stomach. And then he comes into the Olamais. Yisrael, anyone. Right? So the Magad Avram says the principle that that Tara Belua, the Tara that's swallowed up inside the other person, doesn't become Tame. He becomes Tame, but the Tara Belua doesn't become Tame. So Uber is a case of a Tara Belua. The Uber is inside the mother. So once he's Belua, he's swallowed up inside the mother. So she becomes Tame, but he hasn't become Tame. So what's the problem? Why does the Rokat need this Rex Veka Bechlal for the Magad Avram? I have a simple, a simple answer. The Chaim Moshe Grzensky in his Chuvas Achiezer in Chelek Imel Simen Samachay wants to suggest that there's a yesod that the Rokach was assuming that forced him into this position that he needed this Vexvanker. He says, what's the nature of this Isra? We keep on calling it an Isra of Tumas Kohenim. Well, that's not so strange, because what does the Pesach say? L'nefesh lo yitama ba'amav. Yitama sounds like Tumas. Dr. Chaim Oizer, no. Maybe the Isra of Tumas Kohenim is not really an Isra, right? It's a prohibition not to become Tame, but rather the prohibition is not to be miskarev lames. Not to come close to a mace. It's not an isra about tuma. It's an isra about coming close to a mace. That's how he wants to suggest. And if that's the case, then Tara Blue is not going to solve the problem. 
Because even if the Uber doesn't become Tame, even if technically speaking the Uber doesn't become Tame, but he's miscarried Lemes by coming into the Ohel with the Mace. If the mother is in the O with the mace and she's Miskai of Lamace, he's inside the mother. So he, he's with the mace, in the same O with the mace. So even if technically speaking there's no Tuma, but the, the Isra of quote unquote Tumas Khanim, the Isra of Tumas Khanim might still apply to the Uber because, because he's Miskai of Lamace. He's coming close to the mace. So that's why the Rokeach needed this Vex to be Matir. Tara Blue is not enough. Because since the Uber is Miskarev Lameis, so, so therefore you need this Vex Because Tara Blue is not going to solve the problem. Now that's a very important so because if we assume that Tara Blue doesn't solve the problem, if you need this Vex so Bismana said there's a big question whether this Vex even works. Because what's this Vex again? Shema Nefalu, Vafilim Timsilama Shubar Kayama, Shema That second suffix is somewhat questionable nowadays because. Because nowadays we can do a sonogram to find out what the gender of the child is. So to rely on the fact that the child might be in a keva, it's Efshel So why do you assume that this is a Svex fake at all? Just do, just do an ultrasound and find out. So maybe Bismana the suffix that the Rokeh presented, might not be a Svex fake. The Svex fake that he presented might not be a Svex fake. So if you have the Mogan Avram to rely on the Tarablua. Uh, Lomatama, great, but if you're not going to rely on Tarblu or Lomatama, if you need the Svex Veka, maybe Bismana Zed, the whole Svex Veka is not going to help you. Could we be from the first side of the Svex Veka as well, that the percentage of Nafels is low enough that it's not a real Svex I hear, right, right, the percentage is not as great, Baruch Hashem, right, that is true, that's also a good point. Rabbi Yonah Rees pointed out to me once that the Mishnabura in Hilcha Shabbos of all places, Mishnabura at the end of Hilcha Shabbos in Simon Shin Mem Gimel, the Shulchan Aruch there is talking about which malachas, which circumstances are you muzzer to prevent the katan from doing malacha in, on Shabbos, from doing Yisurim in general. It's a short simon, but very, very important simon in terms of what a godol is mitzuva in, in chinuch of a katan. So there the Mishnaburin simon, Shimem Gimel, Sifkatan Gimel, he quotes a few achronim that want to understand that, that what the Rokeach really was talking about is a situation where the woman is about to give birth. She's about to give birth and she enters into a building. She enters into a room. And now the question is, can the coin come into that room? Can, can, can the Aishas coin Muberis? I'm sorry, can the coin come into the room with that Aishas coin? The Aishas coin is pregnant and she's about to give birth, right? I'm sorry, she's about to give birth. Can you bring a mace into that room? That's the shine. Right? She enters into a room, so now can the mace be brought into that room? That's the shine. Because she's about to give birth. So if she's about to give birth, he's a chodim hold. That's why Tara Blua, Eina Matami, doesn't apply. He can't call it Tara Blua because it's not really Bolu inside her. It's about to come out. She's going to give birth in the next uh, few hours, the next day or so. So it's not Tara Blua. So, so there, the, the Rokeach has to present the Svex Veka, right? Suffolk, Nefel, Suffolk, Suffolk, Nekeva. But if you're talking months before she's about to give birth, or she hasn't started contractions, it's in the ninth month, she's not supposed to give birth now, she could go another two, three weeks, go another week, whatever it is. Who says you need this Vex Veka, according to those Achronim? A few Achronim, Mishnah Brukhotz. According to these Achronim, Tara Blua, Lomatama, is a good Svar. You can rely on that in most circumstances. The Rokach is talking about a very, you know, a circumstance that's not so likely. 
Very interesting. <laughs> he limits the Svek Svek of the Rokea quite a bit. Quite a bit according to the Zachon. But if you assume like the Zachon, which is what the Mishnah Buru is quoting, it sounds like throughout most of the pregnancy, you don't have to worry about a sonogram at all. Right? It's Tarabulua. It's not Matame. So there's no problem, Michalal. That's a big kula. It's a big kula to rely to rely on, on that Mishnah Buru. Rabbi Reese wanted to suggest that he heard Poskim that Taka Amekel based on the Mug and Avram, because they assume like those Achronim that the Rokeach is talking about a very limited situation. Yes? How would a woman be overdue factor into this? It's another issue. Right. Once she's overdue, so then, then there's no Suffolk Nefel, right? It's a Vade Bar Kayama. Also, that would take away that Svek Svek, right? That would be a serious problem. So she wouldn't be able to go to a Levaya um, after she's overdue. That wouldn't be as much of a problem in terms of you know telling people that she's pregnant. At that point, it's probably pretty obvious, right? So maybe she should avoid the levaya at that point. Yeah. Rav Shechter, in that piece, wants to suggest that that Rebbeim Moses Yisod, in the nature of Yisatumas Kona, it's not about tuma, but rather it's about coming close to a mace to be miskayv lemace. So that can explain a lot of other shitas as well. He says, first of all, the Rambam. We mentioned the Machlokas, the Rambam and the Ravid, about most of Tumal Tumah. So let's say a person is, is Porish Menatumah. But he hasn't, still the same, the same day, the first day, he hasn't started the Hazor of Shlishu Shvi. Um, so is there any Issa for the Nazir or for the Kohen to, to touch the mace again? So the Ravid says, no, there's no problem. He's not Moses Tumal Tumah. So the Rambam says that, no, you're not allowed to be Chosev Elgeya. As long as it's not tumah b'chiburin, you're not touching the mace, you, you, you let go, you approach my tumah, you can't touch again. So the question that we ask is, why not? Why not? You're not most of tumah tumasa. I mean, right? why should it matter? So what that you appear shman tumah, but you're not most of tumah tumasa, so what, what could be the issue? So the answer might be, even if you're not most of tumah tumasa, you're not adding tumah, but if the Ramam understands that the nature of is a tumah's calling him, and maybe the iser for a, a nazir to be exposed to a mace. It's also not an Isra of Tumah, but rather it's an Isra that you can't be miskari of Lamaze. So maybe it doesn't matter that you're not going to become Tomei by the second Nagia. Right? The second Nagia is not going to be Tomei any more than your Tomei before. You were Tomei before, you're Tomei now. So what? But you're miskari of Lamaze once again by being no Gea to the mace or coming into the Oa with the mace. That could be the problem according to the Rambam. Similarly, Rav Shechter suggests that maybe this can explain what some posts can say about, about another concept in, in Tumas Kahnim, and that is what's called Cherev Hareu Kacholo. Right? Some of you are probably familiar with this, even from Baba Kama. It's quoted in Tosfis, and Beis, and Beis, and Baba Kama, Cherev Hareu Kacholo. What does Cherev Hareu Kacholo mean? Is that a mace normally is an Aviavosta Tuma, someone that touches a mace becomes an Avatuma, normally touching something lowers you a level. So if you touch an Avatuma, you become a Rishon, etc. But a mace is aviavos atoma, some, something that touches the mace becomes an avatoma, or should become an avatoma. But if metal touches the mace, we assume that the metal takes on the same status as the mace. It's the same status as the cholo. So the cherev will be like an aviavos atoma to the extent that if the, someone touches the cherev, the person becomes an avatoma. Don't think that, oh, the cherev became an avatoma, now the person is only a rishonatoma. No, means has the same status as the as the cholo. The person is going to become is going to become an avatoma if he touches the the cherim. 
So just one second, if the person is going to become an Avatumas, there's a coin muzer in Cherva Erkacholo. Wow, this is quite a chumr. Right? If a coin is going to be muzer in Cherva Erkacholo, it turns out that if he's Yisrael, any Yisrael that goes to a Levaya that was wearing a metal watch, he no longer can bring that metal watch into an Ohel with any coin. So if any Yisrael goes to a Levaya, the coin would not be allowed to come into an Ohel with that, with that Yisrael's watch. I mean, that's such an, an incredible chum. Right? Such an incredible chum. Why? Because he's in an ohel with the mace. He's in an ohel with the chever kacholol. If chever kacholol applied to Tumas Kohenim, so then that would make it very difficult for Kohenim. In fact, Rabbi Nuchayim Kohen is quoted in Tosis in Masech the Nozir and Afnun Dalet Mabez. He says, it's not Shaykh. It's not Shaykh that the Kohen, he, he held Medina. Medina, a Kohen is not Muzer in chever kacholol. It, can, it can't be, he says. Because Ezebayis asher tivnuli Ki ain bias asher ain shames. It's not sh- quote, you know making a lot of plays on the words quoting from all over Tanakh, right? There's no way that you can that the coin will be able to enter to any house because ain't bias asher ain shames. I mean, it's got to be some kind of metal that came in an oil came in contact with the maze. Someone was touching it, and, and it's going to be in the same oil as the as the coin. So what's he supposed to do? Not everyone agrees. Rabbi Natan argues. So how do we paskin? So this is a machlokis. The Ramah quotes two days about this, and the Ramah assumes Lakula, that the Minig is to be Mekam. Wow, relief. Right? The Ramah says the Minig is to be Mekam. But, but why? It's a principle in Tumah Vatara. Why should he be Mekam? Dr. Shechter, if you take Rabbi Moise's Svara, seriously, you have a working Mahalach. If you assume the Isser Tumas Kodim is not an Isser to prevent. One, oneself from becoming Tumah, but ra- from becoming Tommy, but rather it's an Iser to be Meskarv Lameis, so maybe you can say that if you're in the same, oh, you might become Tommy, the coin might become Tommy, but that's not the Iser. Right? You're not enjoined from, from becoming Tommy. You can become Tommy as long as you're not Meskarv to the Mace. Is the Mace here? The Mace is not here. The Mace is, is long gone. He's been buried a decade ago. The watch happened to be in the same oil as the mace. So because the mace is not here, maybe even if it will make the coin become Tomei, but it's not called being miscarved the mace. If it's not miscarved the mace, then the coin is not muzzer in that tool. Rav Shechter also wanted to explain, based on this, another, another question. And that's what we mentioned before. The Shaila of Efer Hasrufim. Let's say you have cremated remains. Someone was, was cremated. So is the coin allowed to come into the ohel? with the cremated remains. So this is a Pischei Tshuva in Yeridea. Pischei Tshuva in Simen Shin Samech Tes. If Cotton Bay is quotes from the Shailas Yaivitz, that he wants to be Mekel. He quotes Achronim that Machmer, and he himself wants to be Mekel. The Shailas Yaivitz himself says, of course you should be Mekel. The, the Mishnayas say that Efer Srufim are not Metami. He says, not Metami. So how could the coin be, be Muzer in that? So there's no Tumor. There's no Tumor. Of course the coin is not Muzer. So what's the Svara of the other, the other Achronim? Rav Shechter wants to say, there in Ozvav, says maybe the Svara is that they hold that the Isra of Tumas Kohanim is not to be Miskari of Lames. It's not a function of Tuma. So even though you're not becoming Tomei, you are Miskari of Lames. The cremated remains, that, that is the mace. It's a shtikfun mace. Okay, it happens to be because it's cremated, because it's Saruf, it's not going to engender Tuma. But, but that is the mace. It's Mamash Achelik from the mace. So, so maybe it's part of the Isra of Tumas Kohanim. Maybe it's part of the Isra of Tumas Kohanim, he says. And he goes even further. He says, maybe even the Shailas Yaivitz agrees with this Yisod, that the Isra of Tumas Kohanim is not to be Miskar of Lameis. The Shailas Yaivitz might just hold that once it's Saruf, it's Panim Chadashos Ba'olakan. 
there is no Meisavim. Because that's the whole Machlokas. Could we assume once the Efer, once the Meis is Saruf, it's Pan Chadash's Bolokan or not Pan Chadash's Bolokan? But they both hold the Isser is to be Meskari of Lameis. The question is, is the Meis here or the Meis not here? Rav Shechter finally says that, that based on this Yisod, Lechora, there's room to reject the Svara that, that one of the, that a Chocham Echad once said. There's a Chocham Echad, there was a Talmud Chocham many years ago who wanted to suggest that maybe he has the solution to call him attending medical school. He can find a way that a coin should be able to attend. Also. He says, look, if the Ramah is Mekel and Cherv HaRekacholo, so what the coin should do is he should buy a watch and give it to Israel and tell him to go to the, the next Levaya, you'll, you'll wear my watch. You don't even have to wear the watch, you can wear your own watch. Just take the watch into, into the Levaya. You'll be Metame the watch. The watch will become an Aviavos Atuma because of Cherv HaRekacholo. And then, and then you'll give me the watch. Then I'll wear the watch. The coin will wear the watch. He'll become Tommy. He'll become an Avatuma. But um, he's not Muzer in, be- in becoming an Avatuma. He's Muzer in being Miskar of Lameis. That he doesn't have with Cherek HaKhala. Then he'll be able to go to medical school. Not only will he be able to enter into the OL of the anatomy lab, he'll be able to do the dissection itself. He'll be able to do maga with the mace because this is tumah b'chiburin. He's holding on to the cherv harekacholo, but it's mutafim because he's not he's not miskayev lemeis. So it's tumah b'chiburim. He'll be able to do the dissection itself. He'll be able to do maga itself. It's a harifus. Rav Shechter says it's totally wrong. It's a tidy disaster. If you think about it, putting two and two together, it's mamish a tidy disaster because the only way to be to assume that cherv harekacholo is mutaf for the kohen. Is if you assume, like Reb Chaim Oizer, that the Issa to Meskonim is not an Issa to become Tommy, but an Issa to be Meskarev Lameis. But if that's the case, so how could my wearing the Cherv Herakachola allow me to come into the Ol Hameis and to come in contact with the Meis to be Meskarev Lameis Mamish? It's a steerum in Bay. It might be mutter for the coin to wear the watch, but he can't be Meskarev Lameis through wearing the watch. Because that's the whole issue. The whole issue is you can't come in contact with a mace. So Rav Shavda thought that uh, it's a harifus, but, but he thought that it was incorrect. Okay. Okay, moving along to another Shiloh. A very important Shiloh that Kohenim have to address is whether it's permissible to drive on a road next to a cemetery with overhanging trees. It's also a very common Shiloh. You pass the cemetery. I mean, there, there are highways all, all, all over New York like this. There are highways and other places, you know. Different, different communities have cemeteries in different locations. And unfortunately, some are on highway, you know, along highways or along a, along a street, along a main street. What do you do? What does a coin do? Can you drive in the car? Can you drive in the car? Or let's say to drive over a road, to drive on a road that's, that goes over a, Paved, like they paved over a cemetery. They have these terrible situations. They paved over a cemetery and there's a real chashash that they didn't empty out the kvar. Is he allowed to take that road? That's even a more chomashayim. Right? To be mahil al gabi ames. That's even more chomer maybe than, uh, than just to drive on the side of the cemetery ba'ol amshacha to get tumah from the, from the cemetery. So what's the dip? So first glance, you'd like to say that, well, maybe the car is chotzitz with the car is chotzitz, you know, he's not, uh, he's not in an with the mace, the car is chotzitz. So it's not so clear that that's correct. 
It's not clear that the car should be chotzer to rule. Why? Because there's a principle. The Gemara in Erevin and in some other places in Gitten, some of you had it last year in Gitten, Gemara has a machlokas tanan whether ohel zarek shmei ohel or not. If you have a moving ohel, if the ohel is zarek, if it's being thrown, it doesn't mean it's being thrown. It's being moving. The case is shid the tevil migdal. Right? Someone's carrying the ohel. It's not on the ground. Someone's carrying the ohel. But it's moving. So is that ohel called an ohel or not? So, So someone would suggest, well, maybe we passed in that Ol Zorik Lav Shmei Ohel. Ol Zorik Lav Shmei Ohel. So that's why the car is not going to be Chotzitz B'Fein HaTumah. Others counter, no, that's not a problem. Even if we're passing that Ol Zorik Lav Shmei Ohel, this is not an Ol Zorik. Ol Zorik means you have an Ol that's suspended, like Shida Tevo Migdal. You have a box or something. People are carrying it. It's not on the ground. But a car? No, a car is not suspended in the air. It's Nigra Al Gabe Karka. So if it's being dragged on the ground, maybe that is an O. That's not, that's not what we mean when we say an O Zarek. It doesn't mean any moving Ohel is not an Ohel. It means that if it's suspended in the air, it's not, it's not an Ohel. What's more, there are others that want to say that if it's Darko Bekach to move, then maybe it should be an Ohel anyway. Right? So either because it's not suspended or because it's Darko Bekach, there are others that the counter and say that maybe the principle of, of Ola Zarek Lashmi Ol doesn't apply in this case. Maybe it isn't Ol. Maybe it should be Chotzitz with Neatoma. It's not suspended and it is Darko Bekach, so maybe it isn't Ol and it will be Chotzitz. But this not, not, that's not going to help you anyway. Because even if you assume that this is an Ohel, and Ol Zarek Shmei Ohel, or, or if you say Ol Zarek Shmei Ohel, right, the car is not going to be Chotzitz with Neatoma anyway. Because what's the car made out of? It's made out of metal. Right? It's made out of iron or steel. They make cars very strong. So it's, it's safer. Right? So as long as it's made out of metal, the rule is that, uh, that any Dover HaMakabal Tumah is not Chotzitz B'Fnei HaTumah. So you can talk whether Ol Zarek is Shmei Ol or not Shmei Ol, what is an Ol Zarek, what's not an Ol Zarek, it's irrelevant. Here, the car is made out of metal, so it's not Chotzitz B'Fnei HaTumah. So of course it should be, there should be a problem. Of course it should be a problem. Gewalt. So what's the answer to the question? So the Chazanish, Chazanish this child came up in Eretz Yisrael. Many, there are some roads, unfortunately, they paved over cemeteries. So the Chazanish was very machmer. He felt that to go, for a coin to travel over a road, travel on a road, on top of Kvarim, if they actually paved over the Kvarim, that's very, very serious. Because that's a Daraisa. To be Mahil Alames is certainly a Daraisa. Very difficult to be Mekel. To travel in a road that's following alongside the cemetery and you have trees that are overhanging from the cemetery onto the road so that's a little bit of a different Shiloh it's a little bit of a different Shiloh why? because the Shulchan Aruch writes in Yeridei and Simen Shin Samach Tes in Sif Aleph that a coin is Muzer not to travel underneath a tree um, that is in the same Ohel with a, with a Kever but why? you got to take a look at the Shulchan Aruch in Source 12, the Shulchan Aruch says that a coin muzah shalol itabi b'meis v'lo l'chol tumas ha-porshas b'meno v'lo l'gol l'dofik, etc. V'lo l'ilan ha-meisach ha-la-aretz v'anafav muvdolin z'mizeh v'tumat ha-chasecha mehem. If you have an ilan, if you have a tree that's that's um, that's hanging over the ground, so the coin is not allowed to to go underneath the tree because there's tumat ha-chas-achas mehem. V'ein yodua ta-chas-eze and you don't know 
underneath which branch the, the tum is located. And he says the same thing with the stones. This is what's called schachos upraos. You have stones that are jutting out, or you have a tree that's hanging over. The coin is not allowed to go there. Why not? So the shach quotes from the prisha. He says, why not? Because it's suffix tumma. You don't know where the tumma is. If you don't know where the tumma is, so the coin is Because because the tumma, the tumma might be there, and he doesn't and he doesn't know where the tumma is. The clear impression you get from from the prisha is that if you have a tree with a big trunk, let's say, and you have branches going out on either side, and you know where the tumma is, let's say the tumma is on one side, and the coin is traveling on the road on the other side, and the branch that's overhanging the coin's car is certainly not over the kever. And according to the preacher, there shouldn't be any problem at all. Because we don't look at the tree as being one unit. We're not talking about a tree that's so thick that it's mamish one ceiling. You have a branch here and a branch there, and they're not sharing the same Oh, It's a different ohel. They're different, different branches over here. It's not like a big, thick mass of, of tree and, and, and uh, you know, whatever, whatever you have there. Different branches. So the different branches, and you know where the tumma is. So then as long as the coin is not under the same area as the tumma, then there shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be a problem. So at least in such a circumstance, maybe the coin has, has room to be made. Question is, let's say the kvarim are actually on the same side as the as the branches. You know, you know, for some reason they always plant trees on the side of the cemetery. I have no idea why, but that's that's what they do. But sometimes they actually plant them inside the cemetery, a little bit inside the cemetery. That's that's a big problem. Now, if you have the if a few of the kvarim are actually on the other side, they're the same side. As uh, as the road, so then maybe the coin is in the same ohel as the as the mace as as the as the kever. That could be a very very serious problem. So what's the coin supposed to do? If he can avoid the road, he should try to avoid that road. But let's say he can't. Dayan Weiss in the Minchas Yitzchok in Chelak Dalit Simon Lamad Alf was asked this shaila, and he tries to string together. Coolest for someone who had to take an intercity bus and there was only one route. There was no other way to go. So was there, is there any room to be makel? So he talks about different, he puts different coolers together. This was when he, he was still in, in London, I think. So he says, well, first of all, right? That's the svar that will never die. That's, uh, you pardon the pun. Um, that, that's the first svar that we started. And now, this is, it's not a joking matter. Maybe we shouldn't make such a pun. But uh, may say, according to the Ramah, he says, what's more, he, he even throws the rivet in, maybe you know, maybe Oel Hamshach is only the Rabbanan, it's not Mahil Alameis, it's only Oel Hamshach, it's only the Rabbanan, maybe there's more room to be making. And then he throws in some other Shittas in the Rishonim, as Bikias and Taras, throws in other Shittas in the Rishonim, that maybe, maybe the branch only is maybe as a Tumah, if, if it's Poseach Tefach, where the coin is. Often the branch is very thick at the trunk, but then it gets thinner as the branch continues. And there are some Rishon that say that if it's not strong enough to, to be able to hold, to hold, you know, uh, maziva, as they call it, lakabel maziva, the branches have to be a certain strength. So maybe in the area where the coin is passing, it's not, it's not so strong. So it's not going to be an ohel. He strings together all these different uh, svaras that maybe it could be made. 
Shas al Chagadl, maybe maybe there's room to be mekdal. So it's something a coin should try to avoid, but if he can't avoid it, maybe, maybe there might be able to make it. Obviously, one should try to be covered with the Metsias is, and then based on that, the list of Shiloh. Yes? Was it, did, did the rest of the difference between Mayal al-Mase and being in the same Ola's al-Mase for Mase Yaakov? Mayal al-Mase is a Daraisa. Whereas, to be in the same roof, if it's if it's Ola, I'm that's only the Rabbonin. So it might be, it might be more to be making. That's what Diane Weiss wants to suggest. <coughs> Apparently, the postman are not willing to be mekel for Kornim attending medical school just because it's only a Rabban that we're talking about. Let's assume he's not going to be over the mace at all. Okay, it depends on how extenuating the circumstance is. In this circumstance, the guy, Mamish, had no other way to travel, I think, so it's a little bit different. It's not so simple. It's a serious shyly. And, and finally, let's, let's talk about uh, flying in airplanes. Uh, flying in airplanes for a coin breaks into two parts. Flying in the airplane over the cemetery, and then flying in an airplane with a mace in the airplane itself. So again, if he's mahil ala mace, that's a davar chomer, that's a, a derisis. So is a coin allowed to fly in an airplane over a cemetery? Well, um, there are some who want to suggest that airplanes are actually made out of lighter materials, not out of iron or steel. Right? For fuel efficiency, they're made out of, they're made out of aluminum. Aluminum is not one of the six metals in the Torah. So maybe we should say that it's Chotzez Befeyatuma. Some point out that the Vilna Gaon says Dafka, the six matras that I mentioned in Parshas Matas, have a din of matechas, they have a din of metal, metal. but any, any other metals, right? If it's not, what, gold, silver, copper, tin, lead, and iron, if it's any other metal, so then it doesn't have a status of metal, so maybe it's not going to be... Um, so it'll be chotzes with the So others counter that no, the Tzfaris Yisrael in his Akdama to say the Taras argues on the Gra. And he says that the six metals are lavdafka, anything that shares the same properties as metal. Right? It's malleable, it's all those properties that they tell you in the, in, in you know, high school uh, physics or chemistry, whatever it is. Right? So, so uh, if it shares the same properties as metals, it has the status of metal for halacha too. So then aluminum won't be chosen with atom. What's more, they say that even if the airplane itself is not but how do you connect all the parts of the airplane? You need screws to connect those parts of the airplane. They're not made out of aluminum. Those are made out of metal. So if, you, if you're mamid bedover right? this is the connection to the hilkasuka shir. Right? If you're mamid bedover so it has a din of metal. Right? Even the aluminum could have a din of metal because it's always nikral shem hamamit. Right? Like we said in Hilchasuka. So even if the material itself, you'll say, it's made out of aluminum, it's not, it's not metal, it's, it's, it's going to be chotzis now. But it won't be chotzis because that is the status of metal because your mamid, your mamid bedavah makabal tumah, your mamid with the screws. That's a taz in Yeridaism in Shin Ayin Aleph, Sukkot and Gimel. He says, if you're mamid bedavah makabal tumah, it's not chotzis because the whole thing is a status of makabal tumah. What's more, they say that this, this is a classical Oel Zarek, right? It's even more than Shita Tevel Migdal. Here, the plane is going to be flying in midair. That's what we call an Ofa Poreach, a Talis Nefes. You have a flying carpet. Or if you have a bird that's flying, that's definitely called an Oel Zarek. And Oel Zarek is Lav Oel. So it's not going to be Chodzis with Atuma anyway, right? It's an Oel Zarek and it's Lav Oel or... It's made out of a davar mekabel tumah, or it's mame bedavar mekabel tumah. So of course it's not going to be chodzim v'yatumah. So so what's the cooler? Rav Shachter wanted to suggest maybe the cooler is 
that if the Yisur Tumas Kohanim is not a function of Tumah, but rather it's that you can't be miskarev lameis. So maybe even though Tumah bakas ve'ola, the Tumah goes up from the Kfarim all the way through the airplane, but you're thousands of feet above the above the mace. Right? So if you're thousands of feet above the mace, maybe that's not called coming close to a mace. So maybe that's the room for Kula that the Kohanim are allowed to allowed to fly in the airplanes, even though the airplanes are going to go over the Kfarim. That's what Rav Shechta wanted to suggest. But the other side to the question is, is the coin allowed to fly in the airplane which is carrying a dead body in the cargo? They're going to bury it in Eretz Yisrael or, or a different place, right? So normally then we're talking about Mesa Yisrael. It's like you can't even be Mitzari if Mesa Akum to the Shaila. Mesa Yisrael. So is there any room for Kula? If the, if the plane is considered a Dover HaMakabal Tumah, it won't be Chotzis B'Fnei HaTumah. Won't be chotzis b'fnei atuma, so the floor won't be chotzis won't be chotzis b'fnei atuma. But but lechumra, the the top of the plane, right, will be maybe a satuma to everywhere in the plane. So even if you keep the mason in one side of the plane, it's going to affect everyone because the floor is not chotzis. Then the the tuma will be bokaz va'ola to the to the ceiling of the plane, and the ceiling of the plane will be maybe a satuma. Right? It, it, it cuts both ways. The, the Dover Makabal is not Chotzeitz, but the Dover Makabal could be maybe Asatuma. So some wanted to make like a box. A box, right, out of plastic, a Dover Shen So they wanted to say that Dover Shen it's not it's Chotzeitz, the plastic will be Chotzeitz, and then the coin has no problem. The tumma will stay inside, inside the box. Right? That's what some wanted to suggest. But others said it's not going to solve the problem because the box is moving. It's Dachan Ol Zark. The box is moving. Right? Maybe it'll solve the problem as long as the airplane hasn't taken off. But once the airplane takes off, it's Dachan Ol Zark. And Ol Zark is, is Lash Me'ol. So there's going to be a problem. Right? It'll be maybe a Satoma throughout the plane and the code will become Tommy. So there are those that suggested along the lines of the Chelkis Yaakov, Rav Yaakov Breish, who's a big Godel in Switzerland. Chagas Yaakov wanted to say that maybe it's not an Olozark. It's not an Olozark, but it's moving. So he said, no, relatively speaking, relative to the passengers, it's not an Olozark. Because relative to them, it's not moving. So maybe it's not an Olozark, and that's why it'll be able to be Chotzis B'Vantum. Others counter, no. The din that an Olozark is Lash Me'ol, that means that an Ol has to be a Dover Kavua. It's not a Kavua if it's flying. If it's flying in midair, that's not called Kavua. Relative to the passengers, it might be, it, it might not be moving, but it right? Relative to the passengers, it's stationary, but, but it's not being stationary. It's, kavu, it, it's not kavu, it's moving. So if it's moving, it's Dachan Olazarek, and it, it shouldn't be called an O. A lot of back and forth about this, Shaila. Look, the best, the best option, best idea is that a Kohen should fly, an air, should fly on an airline that doesn't take Mason. And even, there are some airlines that do take Mason, but uh, there's a way of finding out if they take Mason. Right, there are certain airports that they, these airlines use that don't take Mason. So like Lamarshall, you can fly from, from Newark. I've been told that Newark, there are no Mason that go from Newark. From JFK, there could be more of a problem. So Kohanim have to find out. It's best for Kohanim to try to figure out which airline does take Mason, from which airport takes Mason, which flight. Sometimes it depends on the flight. It depends on the flight. So you can figure out which flights do take Mason or don't take Mason. And Kohanim should try to avoid the Shiloh because... Because it really is a serious shot. Okay, have a nice day.